Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Love, Sex and Psych. If you're new here, my name is Amy. If you're not new, welcome back and I hope you're all having a great week so far. I've actually had kind of an eventful first half of my day. Um, My toenail fell off. <laughs> Sorry if that's TMI, but I was having a fantastic morning. I was being really productive. I did my journaling. I wrote some aff- new affirmations and stuck them to my mirror I made a delicious breakfast. I was just feeling good, getting back on track. And then I go to get in the shower. I look down at my toe and my baby toenail is hanging off. I was shook. It was, yeah, it was shocking. I wasn't expecting that for my, what day is it? For my Thursday, but we move. So now my baby toenail on my right foot is naked. It has no toenail there and... Sorry to say this, but it looks like a little penis. (laughs) It looks like a worm or something. It's so off-putting. But I'm not letting it get me down, guys. I'm going to keep moving on up. On the note of moving on up, in this week's episode, I am talking all about getting out of a slump and things you can do to make the second half of 2023 your bitch. What I mean by that is things that you can do to just be your best self, thrive the second half of the year and just kick some goals. And I want this episode to kind of be like the first episode in a new little series that I want to do on the podcast, which is going to be called the self-love series. Because, you know, I talk a lot about relationships and breakups and sex on the podcast, but I also really want the podcast to be a space where I talk about self-development and self-love. And I have done a few episodes on that. But I just kind of want to create a specific section of the podcast that is called the self-love series that is just solely dedicated to bettering yourself, loving yourself, self-confidence and that kind of thing. During a new year, at the beginning of the year in January, everyone is feeling so motivated. Everyone's got their New Year's resolutions and everyone is like up and ready trying to become the best version of themselves. But as the year goes on, it is very easy to kind of drop off on those goals, especially if you're like me and you get a little bit of the winter blues when winter hits. It's just like, "Eh, I don't want to do anything. I want to stay inside. I don't want to exercise. I don't want to be my best self. I want to be a couch potato. That's me during winter. So I really wanted to do this episode because I'm at a point now where I am ready and willing to get out of this slump that I'm in and I'm just ready to get back on track and get motivated and start thriving again because a few months back I was really living my best life. I was really taking care of myself and I really just felt like I was thriving but yeah due to being sick for like two weeks in a row and I actually just got my wisdom teeth out last week so that put me off work for another week or so. I wasn't able to exercise It's just been a lot of factors that coupled with the disgusting gloomy weather that is winter really did not make me feel motivated. So now I'm feeling better. I'm recovered from my sicknesses. I'm pretty much recovered from getting my wisdom teeth out. I'm just quite bruised, but I am ready to get out of my slump and make the second half of 2023 my bitch. And remember guys, you can set goals and you can decide to change at any point in time. You don't need to wait for a new month or a new year or a new week. Whatever point 
in the year you are, you can decide to change and become your best self. And I think that's really important to remember because yes, there's a great energy in the new year. Everyone's motivated, but we're in August. Like I'm not going to wait until January to start setting goals and making changes. I want to make the change right now so that I'm an even better person when it comes to January. So yeah, I really hope this podcast motivates you guys because I'm feeling motivated and I really just want to become my best self. So the way I'm going to kind of lay this episode out is first I'm going to discuss a few tips on how to change, things that you can do to find that motivation when you might be lacking motivation. Then I will discuss the changes that I'm wanting to make and what I'm going to be doing to become the best version of myself. Now as you're listening to this on Wednesday, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, That will be the day that I'm starting this little challenge that I'm setting for myself and I'll go into detail about what that is as we get into the episode. But yeah, I will discuss everything that I'm changing and everything that I'm going to do, basically all the goals that I'm setting for myself. And then to finish off the episode, I'm going to discuss some productivity tips because we can always be more productive. And for me, productivity is something that I struggle with. I think I have this thing in my mind that I'm just a lazy gal, but I know I'm not. I know I do have the ability to be productive. Everyone does. So yeah, we'll discuss how you can be more productive. Okay, these are my tips on how to actually change. These are things that you can do to get out of a slump and motivate yourself and things that you can take with you on your kind of self-development journey and trying to become better. So the first one is something that you can do before you actually begin making changes. But basically it is get clear on exactly what you want to change because it's all well and good to want to change. You might want to be healthier, fitter or more productive, but for change to occur and for motivation to actually kick in, the behavior that you want to be changing needs to be measurable. It needs to be specific. So you really need to get specific on exactly you're wanting to change. And the way that you can do this is set specific goals. So not goals like I want to drink more water because that's not measurable. What is more water? Maybe you only drink one glass of water a day and more water might be two glasses. Yes, that's an improvement, but it's not really enough water. So you need to be specific so you can measure whether you're actually achieving these goals. So instead of a goal like I want to drink more water, your goal might be I want to drink two liters of water per day. It's something that's specific and measurable so you can actually track whether you're achieving it. When you're clear on exactly what you want to change in yourself, it makes it easier to track. It makes it easier to actually do those things because you don't just have a broad goal of I want to get healthier. There's specific things that are measurable and that are tangible that you can actually do to achieve that. And when you achieve things like when you are achieving that goal of drinking two liters of water per day, that consistency of doing that every day creates more motivation just from doing it and ticking off that goal you're creating more motivation for yourself more things you can do to get clear on what you want to change is make a list of how you want your life to look maybe you can make a list of what you want your life to look like for the second half of the year how do you want your days to look do you want to start your day with a workout or maybe you want to start your day with a meditation 
maybe in the second half of the year you want to prioritize spending time with your family more or your friends more and you can also make a list of the daily non-negotiables and doing these things it's going to set you up for success because you have tangible things that you can measure to make sure you're achieving your goals and you have specific measurable goals that are easier to attain than something more broad like feel healthy. And I think the key point here that I want to get across is it's important that when you're trying to change yourself or become a better person, you want to be setting yourself up for success before you kind of begin embarking on achieving those goals. You want to do the planning, set the goals, make sure they're measurable, make sure you have things in place that will help you achieve them so that you're not going to fail because failing it is a knock to the confidence and it's a knock to motivation. Just say you have a goal to work out five times a week and you don't do that. It's then really easy to continue that cycle and kind of go downhill and get off track. So it's important before you start that journey or this challenge or whatever you're setting for yourself to just get clear on exactly what you want to change, get clear on how you're going to do it so that you're setting yourself up for success. Now, the second thing I want to talk about in how to change is this idea that I got from Alexis Fernandez's book called Be Bold. It is the idea of soft versus hard action. So in Alexis's book, she talks about soft action being any action that relates to a goal, but it doesn't actually achieve that goal. Whereas hard action is action that directly relates to achieving your goal. So it's actually doing the thing that your goal describes. So for example, a soft action might be if your goal is to go to the gym, soft action would be ordering new activewear or watching workout videos on YouTube or writing up your workout plan. Whereas hard action would be booking in your gym session and actually going booking in with a personal trainer and actually going or getting out of bed as soon as your alarm goes off, changing into your activewear and driving to the gym. So soft action is kind of about preparing and about motivating yourself, whereas hard action is the doing. And basically my whole tip or point here is that you can use soft action to plan and get motivated. And as I was sort of talking about before, you can use it to set yourself up for success because motivation and excitement is very important. So some soft action things that I like to do is make vision boards. I like to write down my goals so I get clear on what I'm going to be doing. I also like making habit trackers, which is really good. I got this tip from the book Atomic Habits, which I've spoken about before, but you could make it like a chart or something and you just basically tick off when you do your habits and I think it's a really helpful way not only to track how you're going but also to motivate yourself because you can see your progress. So soft action is about doing whatever you can to make starting as easy as possible. So just say one of your goals is to start going to the gym. Maybe you can buy yourself a really cute activewear set to motivate yourself to go. Or maybe one of your goals is to eat healthier. Maybe you can research some yummy looking healthy recipes and save them so that you have some inspiration of what to cook. And when you're doing all of these soft actions, you're motivating yourself and you're going to make taking the hard action easier. And I think it's really important to not just dive straight in head first to achieving new goals, 
Like for example, just say I suddenly decided that I want to work out six days a week and I was like, I'm starting that tomorrow. That's it. I'm doing it. For me personally, I feel like that would be very hard to stick to because number one, I haven't done any planning. Number two, I haven't really motivated myself. I've just decided the night before that as of tomorrow, I'm becoming a gym junkie and working out six days a week. First of all, that's not realistic for me. And second of all, that little burst of motivation probably isn't going to be long lasting. So I think it's about taking soft actions to really motivate yourself and prepare and again, set yourself up for success. You can do as many soft actions as you would like to motivate yourself and prepare yourself. But when it comes to actually achieving your goals, the hard action and actually doing it is what's going to achieve them. All right, those were just my two brief tips on what you can do to change your behavior and get motivated. Now I'm going to talk about what I'm doing to improve myself and I'm going to discuss the challenge that I'm setting for myself. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you're listening to this on the Wednesday that it comes out, that will be the first day of this challenge that I'm setting myself. And basically, I'm setting myself a 30-day challenge with loads of different things that I need to be doing every day just to become healthier, to feel better mentally and to become more productive. And the reason I'm choosing to do it for 30 days is because I figured After the 30 days is done, then I want to kind of reassess and add more things or change certain things and then set myself another 30 day challenge. If you've ever heard of the 75 hard challenge, I was kind of loosely inspired by that. If you don't know what it is, basically the 75 hard challenge is a challenge that goes for 75 days and the rules are you have to stick to a diet. It can be any diet of your choosing, but you have to stick to a diet You can consume absolutely no alcohol or cheat meals. You have to complete two 45-minute workouts a day and one of those workouts has to be outside regardless of the weather. You have to drink 4.5 litres of water each day. You have to take a daily progress photo and you have to read 10 pages of a non-fiction book each day. And initially, I was thinking of doing this 75 hard challenge, but personally... I do not think it would be realistic for me to jump straight into that. And as I said earlier, I think it's important to be realistic with the goals you're setting yourself because failure can be a real knock to motivation. So what I'm going to be doing is I want to have some form of movement for 45 minutes each day, every day. It can be something as simple as a walk or it could be a really intense workout. I don't really care what the form of movement is, but as long as I'm moving my body in some form every day for 45 minutes. And this is meant to be a psychology podcast, so I thought I'd give you a little bit of a brain fact here, but exercise really motivates me. And I find that the more I exercise, the more motivated I feel to kick goals, not just fitness goals, but also like personal goals or career goals. And that's because the chemicals that are released in the brain from exercise make us more alert and productive because we're getting a release of endorphins and dopamine and these make us feel happier. And for me, I am always find I'm more motivated when I'm in a good mood. The second thing I'm going to be doing is trying to eat a more healthy diet. I don't really have a specific set diet that I want to stick to, but I'm going to just be focusing on including a source of protein and fiber in every meal, drinking my greens powder every day, 
because I don't know why, but whenever I start my morning with a greens powder, it just sets me up to like feel healthy. I think mentally, I just think, oh, I'm drinking like vegetables first thing in the morning. So I'm going to eat healthier during the day. I want to drink two liters of water per day. I am not very good at drinking water. So I thought the 4.5 liters of water that they suggest you drink in the 75 hard challenge is not realistic for me. But I have this huge water bottle that I got from Kmart that fits two liters. So if I can just finish that whole thing every day, then at least I know I've achieved my goal. And another thing I want to do to try and eat healthier is meal prep my lunches during the week. The last three things I'm going to be doing for this 30 day challenge is reading every day. I Personally, I don't mind if I'm reading fiction or nonfiction because I gain a lot from both. But yeah, just reading every day journaling every day we all know how much of an advocate I am for journaling but unfortunately I've fallen off the journaling train a little bit in the past few weeks so I'm jumping back on and I'm going to be journaling every day and lastly is to keep my space clean so at the end of every day I'm going to be just going over my room and tidying it up because I'm a big believer of having a clean and tidy space allows you to have a tidy mind it's actually you know proven that having a messy environment will lead to increased stress and decreased productivity and I really notice that in myself I feel so much better and just lighter when my room is clean so it's going to be very important for me to keep my room clean during this challenge so that is everything I'm going to be doing for the next 30 days. I'm really hoping I can stick to it. I feel like I can. I think it's quite realistic. It's nothing too drastic and I'm excited. And you know what? I'm kind of thinking of doing little TikTok vlogs of my day. I follow this girl on TikTok. I think her name is Regan? Regan? I don't know how to pronounce it. But she did the 75 hard challenge and I loved watching her TikTok vlogs of every day. It was so motivating. And she's one of the people that inspired me to set a challenge for myself and just get motivated and try and better myself. So I'm thinking of doing little TikTok vlogs on the podcast TikTok of how I'm going and just filming me doing these things every day. So if that's something you're interested in, you can follow the podcast TikTok, which is Love, Sex and Psych, and you can see me do this challenge. All right, the final thing we are going to be discussing in this episode is some tips on how to be more productive. I do struggle with being productive sometimes. I can definitely be lazy, and one of my main issues is that I'm a big procrastinator. So productivity is always a goal of mine. I'm always striving to be more productive, but in this month, especially during this challenge, it's going to be a major theme for me. So my first tip to be more productive is to make lists and tick things off as you do them. I love making lists. I think it is so helpful and it's so satisfying to just tick things off. Even if it's something as simple as like make my bed, I love writing it down and ticking it off. It's just satisfying and rewarding and it feels like you're actually achieving something. So I love doing that. Second is to do the most important thing first each day. This is also another tip from James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. Love him. He's he's honestly my idol. (laughs) I aspire to be like him. But if you do the most important thing first each day, You'll always ensure that every day you're getting something that is a priority done. 
because I know for me, when I procrastinate, I kind of like to trick myself into thinking that I'm being productive because just say I have a number one priority that I need to get done. Like maybe I need to record the podcast and that is my number one priority for the day. But if I'm in a procrastinating mood, I will suddenly convince myself, oh, I need to clean my room. Oh, I need to actually sort through my whole wardrobe and declutter everything. Oh, actually, I need to go to the gym. Oh, I need to go for a walk. Like, I will distract myself with tasks that otherwise would be productive, but they're not being productive in that moment because there is something more important that I should be doing. So when you do the task that is your number one priority first, you just make yourself get it out of the way, you get it done and you've achieved the most important thing first thing in the day. The third tip is to put your phone in another room while you're working and while you're trying to be productive. This is a very good tip for me because I have the worst phone addiction ever. Like it's terrible. I think since I've been off work because I've getting my wisdom teeth out, I'm pretty sure my screen time's gone up to like 10 hours a day, which is disgusting. Disgusting. I'm honestly ashamed of myself. So yeah, with a screen time like that, you can imagine why I am such a big procrastinator like, and why it's so difficult for me to get work done because how can you get work done when your screen time is 10 hours a day? That's like the whole day on my phone. It's horrible. So yeah, definitely putting my phone in another room while I'm trying to get stuff done is a really good tip. And the fourth tip is one of my favorites. I really like this one, but it's do what you can to prepare the night before. And this is, again, going back to the whole thing of setting yourself up for success. Doing what you can to prepare the night before just kind of streamlines everything and allows you to move through the day with a bit more ease and just get things done without having as much to think about. So for example, if you want to be going to the gym in the morning, you can lay out your activewear and your shoes and your socks the night before so that when you get out of bed, it's just there waiting for you. You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to pick out an outfit. Even you can do this for work. You can lay out your work outfit the night before so that that's just one less thing you have to think about. I used to do this for uni a lot. I would lay out my uni outfit the night before because picking a uni outfit would stress me out. You know, I've got to be fashionable on campus, so (laughs) I wouldn't like spending 20 minutes in the morning trying to find an outfit. It would just cause me too much stress. So I loved laying out my outfit the night before because then I have plenty more time to try things on and plan a cute outfit without having to rush. Even prepping your breakfast is a good one. I know a lot of people like to do that. Something that my mum does actually is the night before she goes to work in the morning, she will lay out her mug and a tea bag so all she has to do is flick the kettle on and pour the boiling water into the mug like it might sound really simple but little things like that just kind of streamlines your morning and allows you to have the mental capacity to think about other things and be more productive and not have to stress about the little annoying tasks that you have to do also another thing to do to prepare the night before is make your to-do list the night before that's also a really good one because you know exactly what you need to do You can write down what your number one priority is for the next day. You can write that the night before. And it's like you've got a plan of attack to take on the day. And again, it just frees up some mental space so you can think about other things and you can actually focus on the task at hand. So those were my four tips on how you can be more productive. Hopefully they are helpful. 
I definitely think they are. I've done a few of them in the past, like the preparing the night before, putting my phone in another room and also the making lists. I'm a big advocate for making lists and they definitely do help me. So I'm going to be implementing these as I go on my 30 day challenge and just try to become a more productive gal. So I hope they help you guys if you decide to use them too. And that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you found it motivating and helpful. I'm feeling very excited to start this challenge. And if you guys want to follow along and see the little vlogs that I'm going to be doing, then you can follow the TikTok, as I said before, which is just love, sex and psych. I hope you guys enjoy the more self-love oriented episodes because it's definitely a passion of mine. I love talking about self-love and bettering yourself and self-development. So I hope you guys are interested in that too. I just want to give a few little affirmations to motivate us all before I finish off this episode. Remember that you can achieve anything you set your mind to. You always need to believe in yourself and you are capable of living your dream life and being the person that you dream of becoming. Thank you everyone so much for listening to this episode and I will be speaking to you all in next week's episode. Bye!